1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Let's bring our guest out here, Joe Patrick. Joe, uh, again, and want to thank him for uh, coming on this week because last week we lost an hour and Joe was supposed to join us and he he pulled an audible himself. And so uh, he was... Nice enough to come back this week. How you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great. I'm always happy to come on, and it's always a fun time talking to you guys. So thanks for having me.
0: Hear this story, yeah, and our silly stories here. All right, so we got Dr. Dale Yake here. Big soccer fan, big baseball fan. We're gonna start with Atla- gonna start with Atlanta. You know, you know, Dr. Dale, right from PT Solutions, right? Yeah, that's right. Got to know this guy in case you ever twist a knee or something like that. Anyway, Lady United at Toronto tonight. Pre-game seven o'clock kickoff. Seven thirty. I have a question, too, and then I'm going to leave this up to Dr. Dale and Eric. they got a few for you. But these guys are getting it done without Pineda on the sidelines. That's one thing. I'm curious how that happened. But also, as they prepare for a long road trip, what should we think? And and, and you're cool with them having some success on this trip?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they have to be uh, reasonable about their expectations on this three-game road swing that they've got. Uh, It's going to be tough. I mean this is the easiest and most winnable game that they've got tonight against Toronto. And this is the one where I think you really, you got to try to get three points here. I mean, obviously they try to get three points every time they go out and play. Right. But like, this is the one where you can really potentially expect the three points. I mean, if they want to have a successful three game swing here on the road, this is the one where they have to have the win because this is a very winnable game. against the Toronto team that, has an extremely porous defense and the underlying numbers for this team are even worse than the overall goal allowance that they've had this season. So this is really an opportunity for this Atlanta United team to, to, you know, do what they do best. And that's something that Gonzalo Pineda said a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even last week was that, you know, this team obviously has a lot of shortcomings with some of the, the losses they've sustained this year with Miles Robinson out, Bragg Zan out, all these guys and, you know, a lot of defenders actually right now are out of, of, of play. And so they really need to double down on what they do best and the, the best players that they have at their disposal, which are all these players in the attack. And I think that especially when you look at that attack, Joseph Martinez seems to be feeling better. Uh, Luis Araujo we saw him kind of getting, you know, in, um, good sequence with Joseph in the last game. So hopefully those guys can can do what they do best, find the back of the net and uh, outscore Toronto. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game because I think we're going to see goals from both sides.
3: I think you hit on it there. This is Dale Yake. You mentioned that they've got to do what they do best. To me, that's possession time. And and they did that very well last week. Do you without the defense that they would normally have? Do you think that's the name of the game here is hold the ball, possess the ball, take the shots when appropriate?
2: Yeah, Dale. I mean, I think that you know it, it is. It's always harder to to have that kind of possession game on the road, just when you're outside of your normal comfy confines of the the you know venue that you're accustomed to playing in. But I think you're totally right, and I think the possession is an interesting um, statistic in soccer because of the way that it's perceived to be. Uh, I see it as more of a kind of defensive stat, to be perfectly honest, like, like a secu- you know, security. Uh, you're, you're securing your organization within the team by having possession of the ball. And um, I think that that's you know, a thing that you know, Pep Guardiola, one of the best managers in the world, the guy who coached Barcelona, Man City, Bayern Munich, all these teams, He's always said he wants his team to be in the possession of the ball because when we have the ball, the other team can't score. (laughs) They don't have the ball. Because we have it, it means that they don't have it and they don't have an opportunity to do something with it. And I do think that that's one of the ways that Atlanta United uh, just philosophically as a club has thought about, um, you know, wanting to maintain possession. And also, of course, when you have the ball, it allows you to do things as well. And so especially when you go on the road in these types of games and against teams that Um, have potent attacks like Toronto does despite the fact that I I told you the defense is like a fib, which it is uh, they can also score goals on you uh, at at a decent clip so you want to make sure that you keep the game controllable by keeping possession you you prevent the game from becoming wide open from having to do really tough sprints back and forth that really affect you especially later on in the game so yeah Dale I do think that that is going to be a big part of Atlanta United's strategy going into Toronto
3: tonight, and I always think I always think like this: we're we're on Saturday morning, we're not obviously in soccer season right now, but but I think of the folks driving in the car, typically the moms with their kids or dads with their kids going to soccer practice on Saturday morning or game. And what I see from the Atlanta United in the last couple of games, which seems to be more effective along the lines of the possession, they're not doing this long ball. You mentioned it: the sprinting, the overexertion. Maybe it's trying to present Joseph you know making him feel better we're not doing that long long ball we're we're doing short possession game and that's been effective for them now will it be be effective as they go forward in this tough stretch
2: yeah it's it's easy to be tempted into playing some of those long balls especially when teams are are pressing and uh, playing you high up and, and and yeah getting in your face really Um, the best way to counteract that is to like pass precisely short on the ground and pass and move and get in behind players. Uh, But it's always so tempting to play those long balls because you see the space, you know, over the top. And I think that um, there is a time for some long balls that you don't want to become too predictable in any kind of method that you play. So there's always an opportunity to, um, make things think, make, make teams think twice about the way that the team is going to you know, try to come at you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think that they are, this team is still slick. They have, they, they have been a good offensive team all year long. They have been really hard done by and not getting rewarded for some of their good attacking play that has actually cost them points along the way too, which has been doubly painful because you're not getting the goals and you're not getting the points in certain situations so far this season. But You know, I think that this team is actually feeling really, really good. I think Joseph Martinez looks to be in the best shape um, of his, you know, basically since he's come back from his knee surgery, both knee surgeries, all the knee surgeries that he's had. I don't even know how many he's had at this point. Um, But, you know, and he looks it. You know, I was talking to him in the locker room after their win last week, and he just looks uh, fitter, sharper. He, he he seems more confident. I know he's more comfortable in the way that his knee feels, and it was great to see him toward the end of the game in the last game. You know, jumping off of that leg, still giving you good sprints and jumps towards the end of the game. That's really encouraging sign. And he's still just kind of making his way back from this most recent period of time off. So I think it's it's very encouraging stuff. I think for Atlanta United, if they can get through some of this. You know. A month or two more treading some water before they can get some guys back, get to this transfer window, and reinforce this team. I think that they still have you know, the potential to have a lot of success this season despite all the setbacks that they've had.
0: This is great having you guys going back and forth with this land United stuff here. Joe didn't expect Dr. Dale being in here today, and you didn't expect to talk as much at Atlanta United as you have. I'm enjoying this. We could ju- talk
3: about that recovery. I can always uh, talk recently. at
0: Atlanta United. Uh, I can
2: talk at Lady United for days.
0: I, I, I know you can, <laughs> man, but you wear a couple hats here. That's Joe Patrick. He's joining <laughs> Sam and Greg here Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, doc, uh, 92.9 The Game.com. That's Dr. Dale Yake from uh PT Solutions sitting in for Mr. Crenshaw. All right, let's switch gears here, man. And and how many tissues did you go through yesterday watching Freddie's return with the Braves?
2: Dude, I got to say, yesterday was like something I've never experienced before in this job. I mean, I'm sure, you know, sports fans have probably not seen much of, of, you know, the, the kind of scenes that they saw yesterday, both in the press conference and, of course, when Freddie was awarded his championship ring before the game last night, I mean, man, it's as for you know, he kept saying it was hard for him to put into words, like right. everything that was going on, it's hard for me to put into words, kind of what the experience was like, just watching it all go down. I mean, I was in the press conference room and he got about a step away from the podium before he said, give me a moment and was clearly overwhelmed and left the press conference room very you know briskly. And, um, he had to collect himself before he could even come in and, and then do what he did at that press conference table. And I just thought, you know, the whole setup, the way that the Braves did the the the, the Freddie Freeman tribute video for him before he got the ring, it was all top class, um, as you would expect from an organization like the Braves who just carry themselves and do everything the right way. I just thought it was a beautiful night. Um, so it's unfortunate the Braves couldn't get the win, of course. But I think that that almost feels secondary to just the experience of being in that stadium for the fans, for Freddie, for his family, for everybody involved. It was just a special, special night.
0: Hey, Joe, we put a poll question out there wondering, is Freddie's love that he got last night probably bigger than any other return of an Atlanta athlete coming here? We put Dominique, we put Dion on there, other – you know, you can talk about Michael Vick, talk about the three big pitchers. This has got to be it. And we also believe that it's going to be bigger – that were he to come back while he's still playing, even Matt Ryan, were the Colts to come back here and play. But as you look at this team right now, okay, we've gotten past the pomp circumstance of Freddie's return. These guys did what they had to do against the Giants. You think they're going to have the same success against this Dodgers team get these next two night games?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, they lost the game last night, but it was a very, you know, well-played baseball game game by both sides and just it kind of played out how you would expect against two top teams i think that this Braves team uh you know it's funny i was talking to andy and randy about this uh, on uh what was it thursday about you know what they did over the break and it's like okay or not over the break but over this kind of easier stretch of games and it's like okay well like have they really proven over that easier stretch like what have they proven and i i just think like they proved that they were a good team because a bad team could not go on a stretch of wins like that It's very hard in baseball to have that kind of consistency. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, These are major league players who are, you know, just the best in the world at what they do, despite the fact that they might not be on the best team, um, is kind of immaterial in in terms of talking about a 14-game winning streak. So I think this team has proven itself to be the team. I was not sure of that before that happened, but something – really quick the offense started to get things going and they started to get the consistency that they were expecting out of the starting rotation so I think that we're just going to see we're going to be treated to just good baseball over this weekend I'm not really looking at this honestly as like uh what did the Braves have to do in this series to you know prove this or that or to you yeah know, it's not you a know, they've, they've closed down they've closed down the division to this point where it's not like a you know it's not as urgent as it was uh between to close down the gap between the Mets so uh, I'm just looking forward to a great weekend of baseball. I think we got you know, a decent first game. And I think that these next two games, both night games, national TV, uh, again, the pomp and circumstance this is great. I mean, these are like two of the, the, the best baseball rivalry going right now, I think, when you just look at the sporting aspect of it, the competition on the field. It's really fun to watch these teams go at it. And I think that it's a potential playoff preview once again.
0: That is Joe Patrick, man, as always. We can't thank you enough for coming on and uh, – Wearing two hats, Atlanta United and Atlanta Braves. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. You got a tea time set up or no?
2: (laughs) No, unfortunately, no. Maybe I'll try to go to the range. But, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I love wearing hats. So, wearing two, even better.
0: There you go. That's Joe Patrick. We're going to get him back on here uh, as soon as we possibly can here.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.